From the Montana Cayman, University of Montana's independent student-run newspaper, this is the Cayman Cast for the week of March 14th. I'm Austin Amistoy. In honor of Women's History Month, the Cayman's print edition is celebrating women in business in Missoula and beyond. While women have historically faced obstacles to business ownership, U.S. Census data shows gains in women entrepreneurship. And in Montana, 46% of small business owners are women as of 2021. On this episode, an interview with one UM grad and entrepreneur who got her start with help from a program dedicated to elevating businesses to the next level. Hi, Oriana. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Hey, just give me one second. I got to put something in my ear here so that sounds like you have a great connection despite being a few uh, thousand miles away from us. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, my internet connection is better in Baja, California, sir, than it is in Stevensville in the Bitter Valley. <laughs> yeah. Well, that does, that does just make sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, I'm very pleased to welcome Oriana Turley to the show. She's a mother, nurse, Bitterroot Valley resident, and the founder of Medicine Mountain Scrub Company, which aims to provide women who work in the healthcare industry with high-quality, ethically sourced and produced performance workwear. Oriana also advocates for self-care among healthcare workers and helps women in medicine develop mindfulness techniques to lessen stress and the effects of secondhand trauma. Oriana, I'm so pleased to welcome you to the Cast today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, we mentioned this off the top here, but um, you are not currently in the Bitterroot Valley. You are somewhere far away from here. Where, yeah, where exactly are you zooming in from today? Yeah, so I live in the Bitterroot Valley, but we spend part of the year in Baja California, sir, which is the southern part of the peninsula, south of California. So I am currently in Mexico. I do have to say I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> well, um, but Oriana, it's Women's History Month. And the Cayman this week is focusing on the stories of several women who own businesses in Missoula and beyond who got a boost from either the Blackstone Launchpad program at UM or the Well program. Um, and that last one's the Women Entrepreneurship and Leadership Lab here at the University of Montana. And when we reached out looking for some names of some business owners to come through that program or to be to work with that program, your name was one of them on the list. I was wondering if you could start by telling us a little bit about your relationship with those programs and how you sort of got involved with them? Yeah. So when I first had the idea for Medicine Mountain Scrub Company, I didn't know where to begin, right? You have an idea, you're not sure how to get started. And so you reach out to everybody possible. I reached out to the Blackstone Entrepreneurship Launchpad. I am a UM graduate. And so it was a good way for me to just, you know, cast my net, so to speak, and figure out who I could connect with. Um, and Blackstone Launchpad in particular is a great connector, right? So a networking tool. I first had a meeting, um, I believe with the students who work for Blackstone Launchpad and then was able to meet, um, with Paul and, and really Paul has helped me in particular, just connect with people who can answer my questions, right? Any sort of entrepreneurship support, they might not have all the answers, but they know someone in the community that does. And when did you graduate from UM, Oriana? 
So I graduated from UM with the journalism degree in 2008. Subsequently, I went on to get my nursing degree from MSU and graduated from MSU with a bachelor's in nursing in 2015. So I am both a graduate of UM and MSU. You went and got your nursing degree, you said, after you graduated. And, you know, now you are running a, uh, a scrub company, a workwear company for women. I have to imagine that those two things are probably uh, correlated. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you originally conceived the idea for Medicine Mountain Scrub Company? Yeah. So for the past six and a half years, I was a medical nurse in Missoula at a level two trauma center. And so I worked the floor, you know, every, every day I went to work, I wore scrubs. Um, it is our medical uniform that we wear to the hospital. And there were just some problems with what was available out there. <clears throat> For one, many scrubs have V-necks, which are deep plunging. Mm. And what happens is when you're working in personal spaces, um, you know, our jobs are very invasive. We get into people's personal space a lot. The last thing you want as a professional is for your body to be exposed. And so for me, you know, if I'm in a tight bathroom in a deep squat, I'm helping a person with some very personal things. The last thing I want is for my chest to be exposed, for my backside mm. to be exposed. And I kept finding that that was happening with the scrubs available. And so I have this idea of I need to make scrubs that are full coverage and focus on function, making sure that our bodies are covered in every position. They look good. They're professional. And then additionally, for myself, my personal values are centered around protecting wild spaces, protecting the environment, reducing my own personal impact on the planet. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that when I was going to follow through with this idea that those values needed to be central to the business as well. At this point, Oriana, well, I guess let's let's set a baseline here. When did you officially launch a Medicine Mountain Scrub Company? Yeah, so we, my sister is my co-founder, my sister Golden and I, we launched the business in October of 2020 via a Kickstarter campaign. So we chose to utilize a crowdfunding campaign to raise money and pre-orders prior to our first manufacturing run. This way, we were able to bootstrap our business, um, pre-sell scrubs and promotional items in order to pay for that first manufacturing run, which is quite expensive just to get anything manufactured. So we launched our Kickstarter October 2020 with the intention of fulfilling that April, April 2021. We received our first order of scrubs and they were unsellable. So as you can imagine, that was mm. devastating for us right. to have gone through a sampling process, a development process, been very happy with the samples that we received, and then to receive an entire order of scrubs that was essentially nothing like what we had received in our development process. Mm. So it was a pivotal moment, right? Do we give up? Do we just cash in and try and give everybody their money back? Or do we start over and we try again? Of course, this is in the middle of COVID. I'm working on a COVID unit as an RN. You know, mm. there's a lot of other factors in life. So we had to think long and hard. Are, do we have it in us to start over, essentially? Yeah. And we did. We started over. We went back to the drawing board. And silver lining is that our product is better. We now have the product that we set out to make in quality um, and ethics and sustainability. We have followed the supply chain pathway of the outdoor industry, which is, you know, really paved the way as far as international certifications for both environmental stewardship, but also ethical manufacturing. And so we 
you know, it was definitely a blessing in disguise. Was it hard in the moment? Absolutely. It was devastating. Um, but the silver lining again is that we are on a much better path now. And so we relaunched our business in December of 2021. So we've you know, relaunched our website. We have live inventory. We got our scrubs in. They're amazing from our new manufacturer. And yeah, now we're in business. I think it's it's hard for a lot of, um, you know, early stage entrepreneurs to be dealt a setback like that and decide to keep going. So what was in that calculus for you? You know, wh- why why did you ultimately decide to double down and keep going rather than kind of throw your hands up and say, well, we tried? <laughs> I think for one, we really believed in our idea. So yes, a huge setback was dealt to us, but we knew that we had something good if we could get the product right. And that combined with the amount of momentum and support that we had received through our Kickstarter campaign. And then even when we announced the news, hey, you're not getting your scrubs. We can't stand behind this product. So we need to take a pause. We received emails, letters, you know, messages on social media of support of people just like who believed in us so much and wanted us to keep going. Hmm. And so that was a huge part for us, you know, of the community that we had created and that build up to launch of our Kickstarter. And then subsequently, while we were waiting for our first scrub order to come in, I mean, we built this really robust, beautiful community via email and also on social media. And they all just came out of the woodworks to encourage us and just cheer us on because we're real people, right? We're humans too. And they recognize that this isn't just a business not being able to deliver, you know, in that moment, but that we're two people just trying to make it work and that we need support. And it was so amazing. I want to dwell on this uh, community that you've built uh, through social media and online for a bit because, um, you know, it's pretty common in 2022 for a lot of startups to not have a brick and mortar storefront necessarily. And that's, you know, courtesy of things like social media and the internet and the power of building a community and, you know, a base there. And this well-documented journey that you have on Facebook engaging with, um, you know, customers and also just friends, how do you keep your audience and customers engaged on that platform? And why did you choose to share so much of your journey on Facebook and and your other platforms? So we just focused on a few social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook um, being our top two to really cultivate that community. And I would say, how do we show up on social media? Why do we share so much of our personal story of entrepreneurs? I mean, I think that radical authenticity is what's interesting to people. That's what is interesting to me, to those who I follow on social media. I want to know what's really going on, right? Life is not all perfect. Business is not perfect. Entrepreneurship is not easy. And so I think what makes us interesting is the story. And let's talk about, for a minute, your other job and your other experience that sort of led to this company, um, you know, that is working as an RN and, you know, most recently through the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, we've heard lots of stories in the news over the past couple of years about the toll that um, working in that field during the pandemic has taken on healthcare healthcare workers. And um, you know, your your bio, a big part of what you do, it sounds like, is working with healthcare workers to help them 
manage the stress and, and duress and, and, and oftentimes the secondhand trauma they can experience. Um, and that's been really prevalent the last couple of years. What have the last couple of years been like for you? You know, having a strong team makes everything better. A team that supports each other, uplifts each other, is always there for each other no matter what's happening. And so in those ways, I felt completely supported by my coworkers, by the people that I was working side by side with. And so I know not everybody had that experience and, and I really feel for them because it's a hard enough situation just to be a nurse, just to work in a hospital, but then you add on all the extra pressure and intensity of a pandemic. And it, it does, it's a, it's a really hard thing because we show up to work every single day, right? In service to others. What is our purpose in that moment, in that day? It is to help others heal and get better Mm -hmm. and to see them walk out the door. And so when you have a situation where, you know, exponentially those positive outcomes don't happen, it just like digs deeper and deeper and deeper onto your soul and you get burnt out. Everybody does, no matter how optimistic you are, no matter how much you, you know, believe that nursing or caring for others is your calling in life, you know, in the end, you definitely get whittled down. So given your, you know, Medicine Mountain Scrub, the, the relaunch happened relatively recently at the turn of the year. Um, but to the best of your knowledge, Oriana, how many working women in the healthcare industry are you reaching with your products so far? Yeah. So since our relaunch, we have sold, um, you know, over 400 plus units. And so wow. for us, for us, it's amazing. You know, we're a small business. We make our scrubs in small batches to reduce our waste and to make sure that we are, you know, hitting our targets in an efficient way because sustainability is also efficiency and we don't want to produce a lot of extra stuff, right? And so for us, our sales goals have been blown out of the water. And we, as I said, we are a bootstrap business. So we mm. are, you know, revenue driven. We're going to use our revenue from our sales to make another order in different colors and expand our offerings and um yeah so we are very pleased with the support we we have received oriana looking at your journey so far you know it's it's obvious that you have you still have really great ambitions for where you want to take um you know medicine mountain scrubs from here but what would you say to other entrepreneurs who are maybe looking to get their start? They've got an idea, but they're not sure what to do with it. Or maybe other students at UM or other campuses across Montana who may be in a similar position to maybe hearing your story and saying, well, maybe maybe I can do that. What would you tell those folks? I would say start before you're ready because it's never going to be a good time. I would say reach out, cast your net as wide as possible and talk to as many people as possible um, about your idea. It creates accountability for yourself. It just allows you to process verbally as you go. Is this an idea worth pursuing? Is this something that I truly want to do? And yeah, I, I would just kind of get going because you're never going to figure it all out until you do it, right? You can make the most perfect business plan and have all your financial strategy and growth on paper and it looks beautiful. Chances are that's not what is going to happen. You just have to start down the journey and, and figure it out as you go. 
Of course, you want to plan. You want to make sure that you're organized, that you're communicating with people efficiently, that you have your financials down and on paper so you can, you know, experiment with your projections and your goals and your revenue goals. Um, but also just have a certain amount of flexibility that you kind of have to get into the mix to figure it out. Once again, uh, thank you to Oriana Turley for coming on the show today, UM grad and founder of Medicine Mountain Scrub Company. Oriana, thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been my pleasure. On Monday's episode of The Second Look, Eleanor Smith has news about a brand new program in the Women Entrepreneurs and Leadership Lab dedicated to elevating businesses owned by indigenous women. The Kaiman Cast is produced and edited by me, Austin Amistoy. And a quick programming note, the Kaiman Cast will take next week off for UM's spring break, and we'll be back with a new episode on March 31st. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, two programs in Missoula are working to make the outdoors accessible for everyone. I'll see you there. <laughs>